Greetings from Los Angeles. And welcome back. Or welcome. Tyler, how are you doing? So I'm doing great, man. I got some street pupusas. It's a good day. Good. Sometime in the afternoon, like around six, I don't know, I just started getting some kind of like headache or something. Not oh, not shit. too bad. It just it's like eh, just like general soreness or something. I don't know. But I, I'm just a little off. But you know, nothing that'll stop the podcast. I was a little bit like that yesterday, but it was it was less of a head thing and more of a nose thing. Like just just constant drainage, and then that was draining me like the energy out of me all day. So that was kind of rough. But today I'm I'm good. I'm back on the horse. Oh, that's good. Uh, so yeah, hopefully I'll hopefully I'll just shake this off tomorrow but yeah no um everything's fine i don't think i'm sick the only thing i i'm feeling sick of is seeing these high prices for gas i went to fill up today at costco gallon of regular was 529 a gallon fuck costco's over five i've seen some of the other prices out there so i'm kind of lucky yeah, no, there's some $7 out there. Yeah, there's some stuff. And I know for a lot of people like inland in the in the in the Midwest or something like that, they're probably not paying close to what we're paying. Uh, well, that's how it is, you know, with a car yeah. the car culture of Los Angeles and there's no kind of public mass public transport. I mean, we do have a very big bus system and the trains are coming up, but nothing that would completely replace a car. No, not at all. Like the trains out here are great if you're going to like very specific locations along the way, but yeah, it's it's so hard to get most places and with public transit out here. But yeah, aside from that, it's as good as we can be with what's going on. Uh, unfortunately, with uh, you know the whole Putin's attack on Ukraine. Fuck Putin. I, do we have to say it every every? podcast maybe we'll just open add that to the opening yeah there you, you know, go welcome everybody and fuck putin there you go there you go that's a pretty great uh intro but yeah aside from that i mean things are kind of things are all right things are all right it's okay <clears throat> there are plenty of other content creators out there like our good friend posting up new youtube videos with daily content for us to enjoy <laughs> Uh, good old ASMR videos. <laughs> Shout out to ASMR Quinn on YouTube. We're gonna try to blow him up. We're gonna try and make him big. In fact, I uh, I may have just posted his newest video to the ASMR subreddit. There you go. <laughs> we gotta get this guy some exposure. Sure, I think I could post this video. Doing the Lord's work. I think I could post this video on a weird Twitter. Weird Twitter will probably have a field day. <laughs> just, uh, just. Yeah, it's bizarre, and <laughs> I mean nothing He's offensive. Freak out if he looks down, and goes like, "Why do I have a thousand views? What the fuck?" Hey, hey, you get that YouTube money, and then oh, you need way more views. Uh, but yeah. So how how you been? I mean, I know we hung out uh, last time. What? Shoot, what do we do? We went out to drink slash eat. Yeah. Uh. Quick side note, uh, that was the first time I went and got these amazing pupusas, and today was the second time I went and got those pupusas, and they recognized me there, so I now have my own pupusa place that I go to They're on the street corner. Good, good, that's good. Build a rapport, yeah. relationship, maybe get on the ground floor. Shout out to uh, Mario, Rosa, and Marta. It was some fantastic food. Oh, it's like, what's it called, Sentinella pupusas or something? Yeah, Sentinella pupusas. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, last time I got, you know, the 
the pork, beans, and cheese, you know, the normal. Today I tried, I got the uh, zucchini, uh, spinach, and cheese, and uh, another one with chicharron. Oh, chicharron. Cheese. Nice. Oh, so good. Nice. So good. Yeah, shout out to the hardworking Salvies. Yeah. But then the good work. There you go. I wanted to mention, since, uh, you know, you probably haven't heard since we last hung out, yesterday I went to see the Batman. So you saw the I Batman. Saw the now Batman. I can make all of the comments. So we can. This is our. So this segment is our spoiler-free. Well, can we try to be spoiler-free? I guess I don't know. Well, oh, I know, I know. I I feel fine. I, I know, I know. I feel like I just you wanted to God. talk about something. Okay, how about this? How about this? We'll, we'll we'll speak a little bit generally about the movie, and then the tail end, yeah, okay. the last. Two minutes or so, you know, we'll talk about kind of any spoiler stuff. Well, what what kills me is that I remember the last time we were hanging out, somebody had said something and I was like, ah, I want to make a comment. And I have no idea what the context was now. So that whole moment is gone forever. (laughs) (laughs) No. So did you like it? I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. The most, the well, the parts that I could see, I enjoyed very much. It is a very dark movie. <laughs> it is. Uh, at some points, I thought it was just out of focus. And then I read an article that said uh, some of the photography was meant so that, you know, the parts that you can focus on in that scene is just to draw your attention to what you should be looking at in the movie. Yeah. But also that was like very dark at times. And I know part of it is to, you know, show the menacing part of the Batman, because I guess the aesthetic now is to see him as kind of the boogeyman, as they showed in like the beginning of the movie where, you know, he kind of there's a bunch of there's a bunch of scenes where there's where criminals are looking into a into like a dark alley or a shadow expecting Batman to come out. And And he only comes out in one of those shots. He moves very slowly. He's just that's the that's the thing. He moves very slow in this entire movie. Like when he fights, you know, he fights. But like everything else he does is so slow, deliberate, but slow. And then the whole movie feels slow, but not really in a bad way. I kind of in a weird way appreciated the slowness of it. I did. I did. I I like that the movie took its time to try to tell the story or establish the mood. It wasn't yeah. there. It's very atmospheric, and you tell just with the way that Gotham City is portrayed, the the kind of just the colors, the shadows, the absence of colors. Yeah, and but yeah, Robert Pattinson did a great job because he yeah, he made this Batman kind of walk like he's stalking prey. He's not afraid of whatever's going to come at him. Everyone's yes. afraid that he's coming for them. And it was also kind of refreshing. He's definitely the younger Batman. Yes. The one who's still making mistakes, who's still trying to figure out how to balance lives, like Batman versus Bruce Wayne. Um, and he's doing a terrible job at it. But that's pretty well done and orchestrated in this movie. I, I appreciate it. A lot of it is this bat. This Bruce Wayne is still kind of in the muck of just sorrow and just anger. So you can tell that his, you know, when his parents died, it was a big traumatic event touched off by, you know, when he sees a little boy whose parents also, whose, you know, parent also died. And it just like, he sees himself in the little boy and all that stuff. So, but yeah, uh, I loved Zoe Kravitz. She's great. Oh, she was phenomenal. She is amazing. 
She just ha- great cat woman. Yeah, she just has that allure to her where it's like she doesn't have to give anything away or just seem like, oh, you know, like she's into Batman. She's not dropping hints that she's into him, but it's more just kind of just pulled towards each other. Yeah. I, she's just so effortless. It's amazing how well she does at that. Like, I fell in love with her. Like, <laughs> God damn. Well, I mean, it is Zoe Kravitz. I mean, it's not that hard to fall in love with her. She's very gorgeous. I like that, you know, they gave her, you know, a few more beats. It wasn't just like, oh, she steals stuff. It was like, you know, she's looking out for um, some of the more unfortunate women down there living in the streets and doing what they can to survive. And she really cares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they did a good job. Um, I will say I was concerned about the Riddler going in because when you watch the trailer, he's got a very Zodiac killer vibe happening. Very like seven, you know, killer. And that's not what I think of when I think of the Riddler. It's very not. But by the end of the movie, I think I was sold. I like, I was very content and happy with the overall performance. It kind of ties itself up in a, in a positive way that, Oh, positive is a weird word, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it ties together in a very character-driven way, and I liked it. Yeah, it's well done. Oh, can we talk about the Batmobile? Oh, when it shows yeah. up I, again, just building off the what I said about Batman just kind of being this like you know this slow moving forward. This is the opposite. This is more kind of just the when you hear the rumble of this Batmobile. Just fear, just straight fear just hits you. Like this is a demon just out of hell just coming at you. And you, you know, it won't stop until you're gone. I think so. It kind of reminded me and it would have been more comparable though if we actually saw more of the car. I mean, we we do see the car and the car has got some moments, but it's the big thing with the car is as he's revving it and getting ready to go. But it kind of reminded me of Mad Max and the car that he drives and how iconic that car is. This one easily could match that. It's not as stylized as a lot of the other Batmobiles have been. Kind of just looks mostly like a muscle car with a jet engine on the back. But it it's its own character. Right. It I, is the demon that he drives. Yeah. Uh I it just reminded me of um uh Batman Begins when, you know, uh the whole the Tumblr, I think they originally nicknamed it the Beast. And I'm like, no, that's not the Beast. This is the Beast. No, no. Just that blue flame that just comes out of the back. If anything, it felt like it reminded me of Drogon from Game of Thrones. Okay. okay. Especially I would say uh this makes the tumbler look like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it was cute. It was fun. It jumps around. Yeah, it, yeah. Like it had. Yeah, it, you know. Don't get me wrong. Like the tumbler's big, but also just you know this thing just has an aura of just I'm going to kill you and eat your soul while you're dying. Uh, quick correction. It will. It will eat your soul, but it will not kill you because Batman does not kill. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see what else what else before we get into any spoiler stuff um the 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 music oh my god the music was great solid music yeah i just i think i saw a headline where it said is is it possible to make a blockbuster indie movie because that's what the batman felt like 
Yeah, no, I can see that because it, it is, you know, it's a superhero movie, but at the same time, it's not as blockbuster and like explosion heavy as other movies are, even though it does have its share of explosions and fights. So to sound like I'm, I'm going to take away from the movie a little bit, this is not the Batman movie I would want to sit down and just kind of throw on. Like if I'm just going to grab a Batman movie and toss it on, honestly, I'd probably grab like Batman Returns. <laughs> It's just a fun movie. Okay. But this one is like, this one's actually like you sit down and you are watching cinema. It's like they handed Matt Reeves the Marvel playbook. Like, this is how you make a superhero movie. And he just threw it out the window. He's like, fuck that. I'm not doing any of that shit. And then the person who just gave it to him is kind of like, the fuck, dude? I was just trying to be helpful. It's kind of a rude thing to do. But yeah, it's, uh, there's no, you know, it's not a big outsized personality with Bruce you know this isn't the guy who has to like cover like cover his uh his uh long nights with just like you know uh mindless playboy antics so that the press would be off him it just he lives in a Gotham where it's assumed that rich wealthy people don't care about stuff going on in the city unless it's something big and important yep so that's why everyone's like, oh, you know, Bruce Wayne's hard to get a hold of. But, you know, that's because he's busy doing whatever the fuck billionaires do. Another reviewer mentioned how silence is employed in the movie. I think that's and there's a accurate. lot of quiet moments and it's just the Batman just being Batman. Like yes. uh, when he was at the Riddler's apartment and the cop shows up, it's like, hey, what are you doing here? He doesn't answer him. He just turns to look at him. And he's like, he has so few oh. lines because he does that all the time. Where he just like stares at somebody and they have a whole conversation with themselves. Imagine a Marvel movie doing that. Marvel would never allow that. It would just go against their rule of there has to be a quip in this scene. Otherwise, no one's going to watch it. Well, I think it might be different as we get away from like Whedon. (laughs) Like I could see like the Punisher is one of the few characters I can see doing that. Where instead of talking to somebody, he just kind of stares them down. Yeah, but I, but yeah, I'm just saying the the way the Marvel machine is built. Oh yeah, just like they wouldn't stray this far off the playbook to Probably kind not. of create this superhero. But yeah, I it's just so well done, and it's just so the city feels just so lived in. It's not. It it did, but at the same time, it felt like so crime ridden that I'm kind of like, why do you live here? Any of you? <laughs> Come on. I felt like. A Republican would look or a conservative would look at this Gotham City and then say, this is the future liberals want. They want us to live in cities like this. No, it's just any big city. I mean, it's going to have crime. And that's how some some big cities operate. It's an ebb and flow. But, you know, the movie is taking it to the nth degree. Yeah. Quick side note. I did just see somebody comment on a news story about some guy who got like stabbed a bunch of times downtown L.A. And... This guy posted some jackassy comment. You know the kind where it's like every other letter's capitalized? Oh, That's yeah. how you know you, how much you're going to hate this guy. And it's like, all the left just wants to think this is the most peaceful of times and everything is good under Gas- Gascon and all. Like, no, this is the most peaceful of times, but that doesn't mean horrible crime doesn't still happen. It's just a reminder that horrible crime has always happened and used to be worse. And again, you know, most of the time, a lot of people who live in certain, you know, neighborhoods, they did have crime. It just went underreported because no one wanted it to seem like, oh, we're crime ridden. And, oh, you know, we're just a peaceful small town. 
But no, it turns out no. Like some of the most horrible uh, headlines in the last couple from the last few decades came from Modesto, California. Let's not forget. Yeah, no, that kind of tracks. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, some of the more horrible crime stories, you know, came out of a small town in California. Not not the big L.A. kind of oh crime den that everyone likes to ascribe. But again, this is a movie. They just they're exaggerating because of for the story. Yeah. Now, you have to make Gotham a, a horrible place to make Batman want to fix it. Uh, yeah. and, or you know, or to justify to, to justify the police well not really teaming up not yet yeah, being competent and corrupt but also some of them teaming up with a vigilante like yes. that's how bad things are I do appreciate that there was no sky beam there was no <laughs> army of robots there's no army of aliens basically there's no disposable army that he, for him to beat up like everybody he beats up is like on a smaller scale it was very it was fine this was not a cosmic intergalactic fantasy driven Batman. This was very much like corruption and mafia and street level shit. And it was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really good. And I don't know, what do you, you want to go into any spoiler stuff? Cause if you do, then I'm going to section off these kind of two minutes. So yeah, let's, let's do some spoiler shit. Not that All I right. really have that much to necessarily say. Okay. Addition, well, what, but, 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 but yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to mention it in the description where you can jump ahead, if, you know, in the, in the track so you can, you know, jump, skip the spoilers. So anyway, go right ahead. So does every Batman story always have to come back to the Joker? I mean, Look, he's one of my favorite villains. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, he's a great villain. But like, yeah, well, well, there's not a lot of different, you know, Batman villains in the rogues gallery where you can reference, you know, I mean, that you can have it that doesn't include either insane science fiction tech or some kind of magical element. OK, that's kind of fair. But I mean, like, he's got such like. So Batman and Spider-Man have the most iconic of rogues galleries, right? Mm -hmm. So there's always something you can do. Like I, I want somebody to get the balls to just go, fuck it. We're going to do some balls to the wall. Mad Hatter is going to be the next villain. That's what I want. I want the Mad Hatter. I mean, you could do the Scarecrow. I mean, we've already done Scarecrow, but he is, he is a, he's a good villain. I don't know. I feel like you could do a different. I, I have an idea for a Scarecrow that you could do that's kind of different than Killian okay. Murphy. But yeah, no, that's, I mean, aside from that, you know, you, the Riddler was the only other kind of, uh, I mean, you could probably get away with doing Two-Face. Two-Face would be a great one. You um, could do Two-Face, but I mean, aside from I, I that, I mean, it. not really much. I mean, you could get into some of the weird fantastic Penguin shit is still, look, be. Penguin is still there. So we could still have, the, you could still have the Penguin. You could, you could have Two-Face. I'm so angry that. Before the spoiler shit, we didn't shout out Penguin because Penguin was dope. Ah, uh, well, we can. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so the way this whole thing ends with Gotham getting flooded, I'm like, oh, this is a great time to bring in the fucking Croc. Let's bring in Killer Croc. It's be great. No. Yeah, but okay. nah, that's it's too magical. It's magic, sci-fi, BS, and you know, it's kind of hard I mean, to like Batman have. Batman is Batman is sci-fi BS. Like everybody says, like oh, he's the one who doesn't have superpowers. I'm like he's got the power of like plot armor. Yeah, I know he's got plot armor power. That's why he got blown up. 
trying to take he off got that blown he got blown up, up and he's still alive so that was some james bond level bullshittery right there he should have been he should have been out for a few weeks with you know just recovering from the concussion his head should be off his shoulders <laughs> that's what we're so i mean yeah so that's why you know you can't really pull from too many I mean, you can kind of repurpose maybe some of the weirder ones, like maybe Clock King or Calendar Man, but Calendar Man would be a great one. Calendar Man, like there's no. But they already did kind of a. But yeah, but that's why, like the the Riddler kind of already did the serial killer kind of shtick vibe that kind of Calendar Man has in uh the Long Halloween. So yeah, so it's kind of hard to do that. Part one. I've only watched part one of the uh, Long Halloween. So yeah, so that's why. That's why there's only but so many villains that don't have magic powers. You well, know, fuck it, give them some magic powers. Yeah. We can bring some shit into this. It's fine. All right. Okay. That's so what, th- I appreciate that Suicide Squad's like, you know what? Fuck it. Everything exists. We're going. We're doing it. Yeah, but this I don't know the vibe they created. It's kind of just no, it's uh, a very I respect different it. Vibe. I respect that. Very it, different. Kept it. Okay, so that's our little spoiler segment. Uh, you know what? One thing when we were having a conversation about Batman last week, it reminded me of what is a take. Well, we were talking about Tim Burton and how you know the first two Batman movies were like weren't really Batman movies; they were Tim Burton movies, or at least that's what I that's what I said. And it made me <laughs> that it, was the general consensus, or at least that's exactly what I said, and I assumed everybody agreed with me. No, uh, I, but you're 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 not wrong. Uh, it made me think. What's a horror director that I would want to wa- do Batman? And it made me think immediately, Guillermo del Toro directing Ooh. a Batman movie. And you know who he could use as the villains? He could use Poison Ivy. And uh, You know, I feel like Guillermo's got to go bigger, like more I, monstrous. I mean, okay, you know what? I, I, but Poison Ivy, come on. It's like the freaking, you see the- take it back. Yeah, I the agree. freaking the vines sneaking in, and just like he has to go crawling into this like you know green viney pit where you know poison ivy's down there, and she could be just like this weird like half human half plant hybrid kind of monster or something like that. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna take the Tucker Carlson stance. Uh, in this version of Poison Ivy, do I still want to fuck her? Because I still want to be able to want to fuck her. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't have this fictional cartoon character not be fuckable. Oh, God. <laughs> what kind of shoes is she going to be wearing? No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I can see, I can see like, Guillermo del Toro doing it kind of just... Uh, so it, it will still have, you know, the Batman, you know, the Batman vibe, but with more kind of, you know, that sci-fi fantastical element to it. Yeah, and I think he would actually give her like a better storyline than most other people would, because yeah. I feel like she really needs to be addressed as more like the eco terrorist yeah. vibe than like the mad villain vibe. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that would that would kill. I would I would pay a lot of money to see that. Well, okay. Now to tie that back to AMC, would you pay more money for a ticket than? Like the normal cost. Like, would you pay extra? Oh, you're talking about their dynamic pricing that we mentioned. Yes. That we mentioned. Um, I would pay more if. I mean, you know what? I wouldn't pay more if the only seats available were way in the front or way at the end. 
prefer. That's that's where I would. How about that? How about that? Some of that dynamic pricing, but for the shit seats. You know what? I would support that. Where like, yeah, the shit cheaper. seats are cheaper. The shit seats are cheaper, but you know, but all the other normal seats. All right, fine. Yeah, charge them up. I don't know. I probably. I mean, I know that doesn't really affect people who are in the AMC Stubbs program. What? What? I. I didn't know that that's they were a sponsor, but okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, that's how well, I see my movies. This is not an ad because we're not getting paid. Yeah, no, screw AMC. Pay us. To summarize the non-spoiler stuff, uh, Batman's great. The visuals, Robert Pattinson and uh, Zoe Kravitz. Shout out to Colin Farrell being a great penguin. Yeah, he was solid. Uh, and his Spanish was on point. Yes. Not something you expect from the penguin. Yeah. And looking forward to uh, are you looking forward to the uh the HBO Max series? I am. Like I don't know a whole lot about this series and what it's going to focus on. Well, it says I think they said it's rise to power. So Yeah, I'm down. In the like events it. in the events of the movie, I guess there's a power vacuum, you can say. And so I guess I think it might take off from how this how the movie ended. I like it. I like it. So. Uh, I'd like to see a little bit more of him being penguin-ish, mm-hmm. like whatever that means. Like I w- I'd like to see more than just you know a chubby, ugly mobster. Like you know, I want I want to see him you know stand out a little bit more. But I thought he did a great job, and I'm excited for that show. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, they did a great job with uh, Peacemaker. Uh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how like Adam Matt Reeves, what kind of uh, what kind of leeway he gets with the character, and maybe it might lead up to so might lead a hand of what uh, Batman sequel would be, be. I wonder if it's going to be referenced at all in the Flash movie. That's I, all. Like, I really want that to happen. Well, they like I mentioned uh, last week. Uh, they said that. Uh, this is a different Earth that this that Robert Pattinson's Batman lives in. So yeah, but I think Flash is jumping Earth. So like like he does um, obviously it doesn't have to like take place in this Earth. Right. But, like I want him to like see it. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll see it. Maybe it'll be kind of just like a little cameo, little nod. But yeah, um, yeah. But aside from that, I'm not sure. Uh, okay. So how about some LA news for you? Are you ready? What's happened around town, Rudy? <laughs> great, great energy, dude. Great energy. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. One of the stories I saw this week that I thought was pretty funny, you'd probably get a kick out of it, uh, happened in a little town called Fontana, or as Angelinos uh, lovingly call it, Fontucky. I don't get it. I hate your long pauses. You know I have to <laughs> cut. You know I have to cut those out. I have to keep cutting those out, and it's so annoying. I was like, "Come on, man!" It's like, <laughs> it's one thing if you had that long pause leading to a joke, but it was just you didn't have it. Like, come on, man! Come on, you're killing me! You're killing me! I don't me. know nothing about Fontucky. What what is this? I've never no, heard anybody joke, refer to it as the, Fontucky. The reason it's called Fontucky is because it's kind of just very Midwest. kind. Of, if you go out to Fontana, it looks like, you know, the rest of the country that we all like to fly over on our way to someplace better. Yeah, but places like that also have cheap drinks. And they also have meth. But anyway. Oh, yeah. 
But enough about their highlights. Uh, so in Fontana, a suspect who allegedly stole 82 cases of beer from a train car is arrested. <laughs> so yeah, so <laughs> how the fuck do you steal 82 cases of beer? So graveyard officers were conducting an extra patrol of train cars due to the large number of recent beer thefts. The police department said in a Facebook po- post on March 7th, officers located <laughs> an open train car with Pacifico beer, indicating a theft may have just occurred. During an area check, officers observed a dark green Chevy pickup truck leaving the location. A traffic stop was conducted, and the missing beer worth approximately $2,400 was found in the bed of the truck, and the driver was arrested. That's a lot of Pacifico to get to that price point. Yeah, I I remember seeing the photo on the broadcast uh, uh i think it was on a uh, ktla5 i'm reading the story right now from the fontana herald news but yeah it's it was this green pickup truck a bunch of pacificos and then this tarp over them that kind of didn't really cover them that's amazing that is just i'm that's just fontucky bullshit i'm just saying it like uh, pacificos like i'm trying to remember if i had them and if i even cared for them like, uh, yeah. you didn't. It, it's a little bit more like they're more like uh, Coors and Budweiser and being yeah. trash beer. All right, so not not even a, like a good Dos Equis. No, no, I'll, I'll take at least passable. Dos Equis or Corona any day over that. But yeah, no, I just thought that was just funny. Just the whole idea that you know, t- uh, t- over like over two grand in beer. Let's hear some more good news. Uh, it just came out today. Well, actually, two stories came out today uh, as of us recording. Uh, number one, the league owners and the Baseball Players Association have agreed to a deal. So baseball season is coming back. So shout out to all the Dodgers and Angels fans who are going to get to watch the game soon. I'm just happy that they're happy. That's <laughs> all right. I mean, I, was just, I don't give a fuck. I, I, or you could have just said, I don't give a fuck. That would have been funnier. No, because no, I'm happy that they're happy. But now if they could uh, stop with the fireworks, that would be cool. That's every sport, dude. I don't like I mean, Yeah, except, but Dodger fans are the worst when it comes to that. that there's, you know what? I don't know. If, contest. I don't know if uh, hockey fans are the types who would like set off fireworks. But then again, I don't know if the Kings have been in contention at all on, you know, any aspect. I don't know. I don't know. Hockey about fans hockey in either. other places, but not hockey fans here. Kings fans out here don't give a shit. They're very lazy, like me. I respect it. Dodger yeah. fans out here are diehards, and they're the ones who set off rockets and explosions every time they win. Fair enough. But. Uh, here's here's a piece of news that you will like. Well, I mean, I know I like this yeah. too, but uh, I'll be the arbiter of that. It's been announced today also that uh, Universal Studios Hollywood will open Super Nintendo World in 2023. So next hey, year, you know, that is some news that I do enjoy. Thank yeah. You. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so where's the big woohoo's or something you always have that you always have? Come on. It's 2023. I can't woohoo yet. We'll get a little bit closer, then I can woohoo. All right, fine. Uh, I'm sorry. Boohoo's on the woohoo's. <laughs> anyway, so yes, uh, the big announcement was that Universal Studios Hollywood will have Sony uh, Super Mario Super Nintendo World 
ready for next year. It will feature one ride, which I'm guessing is the Mario Kart. Like, it better be. Yeah, it's got to be the Mario Kart ride. Uh, I think, and uh, and then different interactive zones. Uh, it's the same technology that's been employed in Universal Studios Japan, who already has Super Nintendo World up and running. You can purchase a uh, like a band, a watch band thing, and it interacts with oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the world. It's similar to kind of what uh, Hogwarts has when you can buy the wand, the interactive wands that actually interact with uh, parts of Diagon Alley and different places in uh, the Wizarding World. Uh, but yeah, this one is kind of just like a band with like a round kind of like watch looking kind of interactive sensor chip or something. You can collect uh, points throughout super nintendo world just different uh different parts where you can just tap your uh tap your band and it also records your score in the mario kart ride (laughs) nice okay and also have a restaurant and shops selling nintendo merch which of course is going to be just insane yeah i've already seen insane markups insane markups yeah but part of it I know I'm going to be disappointed because they're not going to have the cool merch like the Japan uh, Universal Studios has. I uh, Probably not. I mean, being the whole <laughs> limited edition thing. But, you know, we will probably have our own limited edition type stuff here. So, you know, it'd be cool. I, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. Uh, one thing I kind of hope they have. I don't know if this still exists anywhere. But I do remember when I was like a kid, like a young, young kid. There was like a Super Mario themed sodas that you could buy that were like half cans. Do you remember those? Yes. I oh, think that'd be uh, awesome. Wait, wasn't it like sold at Hot Topic, I want to say or something like that? Maybe. I felt like I don't Hot- know where it's sold now. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, it was like either Hot Topic or I was gonna say the one place uh, that it's sugar store, but I don't think oh, they sold that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that's stuff. the kind of place that would sell, but I don't think they sold it. I think it might have been just a Hot Topic. Because I know they kind of traded in that kind of just like novelty, you know, items. I can see that selling pretty well in uh, Mario Land, Nintendo mm-hmm. World. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler, have uh, you're still playing Wordle, right? Yeah, uh, I'm kicking ass at Wordle. And also, uh, our good friend Jeremy is starting to get pissed at how much better I am at this than he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having trouble because I keep guessing the fancy words. And Why are you guessing fancy words, man? Because those are the words that come into my head, and not just the the base, the basic ones that on, turns out to be correct. Down. Like you gotta dumb down your vocabulary. Like when you're talking to me, you know, you don't use the big words. You use the words <laughs> that I know. You gotta know your audience, and in this case, the audience is the game Wordle. So, so you're saying I should I should do Wordle before I have my coffee. Oh, I do it before I roll out of bed. No, you do it, you know, when the clock hits 12.01. I've seen some of the... Sometimes. sometimes. I've seen some of the messages are just like, oh, it's 12.05. It's like, this maniac is doing Wordle before he goes to sleep? Like, yeah, I happen to be awake, so I was like, fuck it. I'll, uh, I'll knock one out real quick. Yeah, the reason I bring it up is because... Wordle has had such big success that there have been different spin-offs. Tons of spin-offs. I, and I've actually, you know, 
tried my hand at a couple of these, but I just wanted to get a full list of just what some of these spin-offs are. So I looked it up. They kind of break down into different categories. Uh, one in particular that I that a friend of ours recommended, multiple word wordle spin-offs. So there's Quartal, Octortal, Dortal, and Sedic. Sedecordal? See, that's too much. I enjoyed playing Quartal. That was kind of fun, but I gave up on it pretty quick because I just didn't care. But I don't want to go any bigger than that. I tried Quartal, and I don't know. It was like it was like playing 5D chess. Which should be up your alley. It was more annoying. It just it just felt like I don't know. The the way people like describe a migraine coming on, I guess. <laughs> like I've never had a migraine, but this kind of just like if I put all my effort just to do this, I would give myself a migraine and I wouldn't feel like I accomplished anything. Well, like when I tried it, like no matter how I approached it, it always just came down to focus on one game at a time. And there was really no other way to do it. So yeah, it, uh, Dortle is you solve two words at once. Quartal is four words at once. Octortal, eight, of course. And Sedic, Sedic, Sedicortal is 16 words at once. And I was just like, no. Why? It, it just seemed like more work, but for diminishing returns. Oh, absolutely diminishing. It's kind of like, yeah, I could solve this, but at the same time, it just seemed like it seemed like the complexity was just added more to be daunting than it is to kind of like feel accomplished. Like I can solve a crossword puzzle, which takes just as much effort, but feels like I've accomplished more. Yeah. And it's I feel like it's more unique and interesting to go with the crossword. Or maybe it just feels like a little ADHD kind of aspect to it. Like I can't focus on too many things at once where like maybe that might be up someone's alley. Not mine. I will pass. Uh, but there were plenty of other options to try. Uh, Loodle is a game about rude words. If you're likely <laughs> to, if you're likely to be offended by the use of profanity, vulgarity or obscenity, go play Wordle instead. So it's Wordle, but with bad words. Okay, I'm done with the podcast. I'm going to go play this game now. <laughs> <laughs> no. What else you got on the list? Uh, there's Lordle of the Rings. So if you're a Tolkien fan and you want to try your hand at, you know, solving uh, five-letter words that might only exist in the world of J.R.R. Tolkien, then, yeah, you can try your hand with that. Nerdle. Quick side note, uh, Game of Thrones is better than Lord of the Rings. I've said it. I've said my piece. Fair enough. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> Look, I, I got nothing against Lord of the Rings, but, you know, I've it's just a lot more back end histories that kind of you have to get into more just to kind of get a bigger thing. Yeah, it's just a slower moving thing. And I, yeah, it's just not for me. I mean, it's not that it's slow moving. It's just I mean, you have eons of history that J.R.R. Tolkien kind of just filled out with different things and different wars. And, you know, sure, Stephen Colbert has all the time in the world because he's the the most Christian-y Christian Christian. <laughs> so, of course, you know, like, well, I mean, if he was more Christian, he'd be more into kind of, uh, what is it, the uh, Narnia stuff. But I am excited to see what this Amazon show is going to be like. I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. Oh, yeah. No, I'll probably watch it. Uh, let's see. So Nerdle is people who are more into numbers. You have to guess a math equation and the solution. You get six chances to guess the equation and the solution. The equation must be mathematically sound. So don't forget PEMDAS. Ooh, that sounds promising. Now, here's one that kind of breaks the mold. Worldle 
It's geography-based Wordle. So world instead of word. Wordle. Wordle. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. such it's a, like an extra L. It's uh, it's hard to say. Like your brain sees it. And it's like, yes, I can say it. And your mouth's like, nope, nope. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I would try, but I've also had a drink tonight. So I'm not even going to try. So instead of gray, yellow, and green blocks marking letters or numbers after each guess, you see distance, direction, and proximity percentage, like a game of hot and cold. For example, if you guess Chile, Worldle might show you 13,557 kilometers and an arrow pointing northeast with 32%. This means the correct country or territory is 13,557 kilometers to the northeast of Chile, and there's a 32% proximity rate. Translation, you're cold. There's only one puzzle a day, and there's options to make the game harder by either not showing the country or rotating the country shown randomly. Okay, okay. So it kind of breaks the mold that way. Well, I know you got one that you've been playing that I suck at. I know. I'm, yeah, thanks for stepping on my lines there. <laughs> I cannot do that game. I'm just checking out on that one. Yeah, the one I was going to bring up that I've actually got a soft spot for because this one's like, okay, it's different enough from Wordle, but also it's something that is hard enough to be a challenge but easy enough that you know i i feel like i can actually get you know at least every every day or every other day it's called hurdle hurdle is a music-based guessing game that asks players to guess the song of the day the mystery the mystery track will always come from a pool of the most streamed songs in the last 10 years Uh, i think one of the ones i shared with you was uh the last one was um what was it not i think it was kings of leon no. Yeah, that was the first one that we did, um, and I could not get it. Like I know the band, but I did not know that song. Yeah, the, and if I did, I couldn't have named it. Yeah, the one that was out today, I knew it was Lil Nas X, but I couldn't get the song title because I didn't, I didn't hear enough of his stuff. But yeah, no, it's it was pretty good. Um, I remember the first time I tried it, I guessed with just just on the first uh segment of the track because they usually start from the beginning and they segment off like certain parts from that track and then you gotta guess from uh just this little autocomplete bar on the bottom you can start with artist or with title the first one that i guess and got immediately from the first second fleetwood max dreams nice and then the next day i followed it up again with a perfect score just on the first guess it was black skinhead by kanye west and i was like oh shit i love this just kind of just the the little thing where you're just like i know that drop or that little first speed of sound and I'm just like oh there we go i got it yeah no uh this is all music that i don't listen to or at least i don't listen to it enough to recognize so you're saying you haven't been listening to music and popular music in the last 10 years yeah no i i heard all the good music that i needed to hear uh when, by the time i turned 20 and then it just stopped i was like what the so fuck that new music is terrible Spoken like a true boomer, even hey. though, which which you are millennial, so that's a feat in itself. <laughs> no, I mean, like I'm still listening to new music, but it's just not the most common music that's out there. You know, I still enjoy my punk rock and my ska and my metal and 
So, wait, okay, so as soon as he said ska, I was like, okay, clearly this guy isn't listening to any good music. I'm listening to the best music. I'm going to just, I'm gonna just sh- shove you over to the guy who still listens to disco, and you guys can debate on it, on which genre that no one listens to anymore is the best. It's the people who are wrong. We can stand by a fucking disco. That's great. <laughs> At least it's different and unique and interesting. Most of this music that I keep hearing today, I'm like, I ah, just, it's bores me and it's repetitive in like a bad way hey 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 how dare you we were just talking about a new band called well i was talking about a new band called wet leg which got a big uh booze a big oh, shout yeah. out from um dave grohl i meant to look that like listen to more of them they weren't too bad yeah so yeah no you, you gotta look for it man there's good music out there oh no i find great music all the time but it's not on the most streaming uh, when you go on Spotify, it's not the most. I don't know. I I feel like you find uh, meme. If if meme music was a genre, you probably no. That's probably what you listen to. I'd say one of the greatest bands I've listened to that I've come across in the last few years is the Interrupters. Uh, they're fantastic. They even made it onto K Rock. They're yeah, still okay. not going to land on your fucking most streamed on Spotify list. Well, they did have that one song, uh, which I think was a cover. I think they did a cover of something. I forgot what it was. They did a great cover of Billie Eilish, Bad Guy. I think, is that the one I heard? I think, probably. Probably. Um, But they've got a few songs that made it on to uh, K-Rock. Although, being on K-Rock isn't really an accomplishment anymore. That channel is fucking dead. All radio is kind of suffering because, you know, everyone's listening to streaming. I mean, when's the last time you listened to the radio? I mean, that wasn't satellite radio. I mean, like when I jump into the car, yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It just, yeah, if you're listening to satellite radio, I mean, you're not listening to the local stuff. So, oh no, I mean, my satellite, my uh, subscription ended. I'm not gonna pay for it. I just don't drive enough. And the only yeah. reason I would have paid for it is because regular radio sucks. I don't need to listen to that many ads. Well, that I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, just yeah, some people are like, oh, I don't listen to the ads. Uh, some stations are pretty good about it. Like I know Jack FM doesn't have. Uh, ads or or as many it's just a lot yeah, of just shuffle just just a station that just on shuffle mode it'll have a break for like 90 seconds of ads and then go back to music yeah the problem with shuffle is sometimes it's a good song and sometimes it's not it's a shuffle <laughs> but yeah no but i i mean i still listen to like alt 98.7 and jack is 93.1 these are all yeah. FM stations. Just, uh, just to shout out what these numbers are for any yeah. of the Zoomers are like, what the fuck are these numbers? He's yeah, they're FM radio stations. Ninety in Los Angeles, ninety three one, ninety three point one, ninety eight point seven, and one hundred six point seven. I find new stuff, uh, you know, once in a while. Just because it's it's more just kind of like dipping my toe. All right, so what has made it to the quote unquote mainstream? Just so at I least I don't even know what mainstream is anymore. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's just like I just dip my toe in, just so like, oh, okay. Let, because, you know, the, usually I find a couple of, you know, a couple of good songs here, here and there. And uh, same with my YouTube, uh, my YouTube music app. 
since I have my streaming because I have YouTube premium. I just I'll take a listen to, okay, what's new that's that recently came out or what sounds similar? And then, all right, similar to what I'm listening to. All right, something there, here, or there. There's still music being made. I'm kind of very just disappointed when people say like, oh, there's no nothing worth listening to. Like we have so many different avenues to discover new music than we ever had any other time in human existence. No, it's true. So, and, like, and again, just you can just put in music. the cursory effort of just like let me tr- let me listen to some new band or some new act and like uh, well, let me no, give it a try. I, let me be clear. I find new music. I enjoy music that I find, but it is never the kind of music that's quote unquote popular. Like nobody else ever knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Eskimo Callboy is hilarious and awesome. That's some fucking music I will crank out in the car. You're talking about that Nobody guy with the bowl the cut in the YouTube video? That was one of the music videos, yeah. Yeah, that was just one of the <laughs> ones where everybody had a bowl cut. It's fucking awesome. Hey, man, you like what you like. I just try to kind of like extend further out and just see what else, what other people are listening to. Like maybe some of it is just like, okay, maybe it's not my cup of tea, but then also I'll be surprised and listen to a, I never would have thought twice. And oh, this music's pretty good. But again, you know, we all get out of our comfort zones in different ways. I was out, uh, like if I go out somewhere and there was just music playing, it's usually something I don't want to listen to. You know, like if you're out, like at like say an outdoor mall type of area where there's just music, it's, it's always something I can't stand. Well, I mean, you're not getting, you know, I'm not getting the, my music recommendations from whatever is like playing at the mall, I guess. Mostly because I... I'm trying to remember the last time I went to a mall. Was it like Christmas of last year? I think. Maybe. Maybe. I don't Yeah. I, I mean, it's like it's not out of the realm of possibility. Anyway, some of our assumptions about like what counts as pop music kind of just shifts and changes. I mean, some of the stuff that, you know, because especially since pop as a genre has never been more fragmented than it is now, because whatever's popular has to appeal to just a broad spectrum of genres now because it it wasn't as clearly defined then as it was as it is now because back then pop music had to be a certain had to fit a certain narrow ass category to kind of appeal to a broad band of people but now pop pop is just whatever's popular instead of just fitting this narrow it has to appeal it has to have popular appeal it's more just like it's popular because someone heard it somewhere and then it just, that's what it is. And it could be completely off genre from what came before. Oh, I mean, look, I'll be honest. I think I got lost in that somewhere. Uh, that's, that's just your beer talking I mean, to you. Pop music is always just like, <laughs> pop music is always just very, like it's repetitive and it's catchy and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's usually just very shallow but uh, I don't know I feel like nowadays it tends to be it feels to me like it's like a lot of hip hop but like shitty hip hop you know that's how it feels to me it doesn't feel like good rap songs that I like it just always feels like shitty blase hip hop and it also feels lazy and boring if that makes sense like it nothing seems like it stands out all that much I don't know. It just, I think that's maybe what you could have said about pop like 10 years ago. Cause this, this was before kind of just everything's broken off now with just SoundCloud and 
you know, you have acts being discovered on the internet instead of some A and R guy from a record from a record company saying, This is the music we need to do or this is the this is the artist we need to promote and so just make that artist fit a certain mold and then just package them and throw them out there. So now Yeah, no, that was always my problem know, with But yeah, but music. that's the thing. It's like now it's kind of just you can't make that pack I mean, you can kind of make that packaged uh artist, but there's no guarantee that it'll, you know, work anymore. Cuz I mean, there's no kind of big artist that draws in like, you know, a united kind of just like everyone, in, you know, aside from Adele. I think Adele is kind of one of like the last big, you know, singers like that. I mean, yeah, there's Taylor Swift and all this other stuff. But I don't know. I feel like Adele is kind of the big one where everyone could say like, yeah, you know, Adele's Adele's a great singer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's great. But like, has she had like a big pull in the last several years I mean, she, she sang the freaking bond song she sang skyfall she had um what was it chasing pavements uh there was um hello hello come on hello. everyone's heard that song yeah when did that, <laughs> that come out? out a few years it feels like it came out a it came out ago. it came out 20 like i think yeah i think it came out like around 2018 2019 like right before you know the world time became a flat circle so, I don't know. It's just a lot of this. I think a lot of the stuff kind of. 2015. Well, but anyway, yeah. So, so not yeah, much. But it, I think she's still one of the few people that, you know, when she's a, I'm going to release an album. It's still big news. And I mean that, and that still doesn't discount like other, the heavy hitters and other genres like Drake and Kendrick Lamar, uh, Rihanna, who's never going to release another album because now she's a billionaire because of her cosmetics yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah, why yeah. would she's she? she's busy giving birth to her first baby. She doesn't care about dropping new music. Those are the appropriate <laughs> priorities. Good on her. As far as, you know, wordle alternatives, I think hurdle is probably like the closest one. I don't want to have to deal with any more word games. Uh I'm already busy with like uh Mario Kart tour, which I'm still playing. <laughs> You just really enjoy that. I don't. I don't pay to win. I don't pay to win. I like. I do win. win. I do win, sir. It's just, uh, yeah. I just like all my, you know, colorful, shiny little cars and drivers (laughs) who drive those cars. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't even really have a game on my phone that I'm playing. I so when we started up doing Wordle and we were doing that every day, I also made a point of playing Sudoku every day because the app is like gives you like a little thing for doing that day's puzzle. And then you get a little trophy for doing a solid month. So I did enough to get one month's worth and get that trophy. I was like, yeah, I did it. I'm done. Wow. That is such an old man story. <laughs> well, I was like, I, I like, like my Sudoku. I got to it. I'm like, it, they said it was- you get a trophy for a month. And so I did a month and I got the trophy and now I don't do it anymore. <laughs> it is it's exactly because it wasn't even like interesting puzzles a lot of them were really easy ones so I, was like, ah, I don't want to do this <laughs> so yeah i need a better game i need a good Come game on. to jump All right. into uh, okay um let's see what's a do you like casual games or you just or you would rather have like the full kind of like experience on the phone you uh, know i can 
every time I think I want something casual, it turns out I want something harder. And if I get something more difficult, yeah, no, I want something casual. I don't know what I want. Like I, I definitely enjoy the uh, like tower defense games. I don't enjoy those. I, it's just, I mean, it. Talk about the lowest effort. I just want to kill two minutes of my life, but I don't even want to think about. Like, honestly, I feel like I can just leave that game and go get a cup of coffee while it's going. And no, Tower no, just, defense, it, no. I hate those moves. Just like, oh, I'm just going to set up a thing that just keeps shooting stuff and shooting stuff. Like, at least let me like, I want to shoot the stuff. Well, you have to, you're constantly like, like balloons is a good one. And you're constantly adding more turrets and managing. It's about managing your setup. It's not about like just set up and like walk away. That Maybe just sounds so brain dead to me. I don't know. It just, it seems, it, no, it just like, and wait, did you say you call it balloons? Yeah, there's no A. Okay. Cause balloons. it reminded me of uh, the joke in uh, Rick and Morty where uh, Jerry's favorite game is just popping balloons that pop up in his app. It's just like, oh, this is challenging. And I was like, that's uh, how I feel when people <laughs> say like, oh, a tower defense game. It's just like, you know, it's just a thing and it just shoots its stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, I do really like racing games just because like, oh, there's like, I have to pay attention to what I'm doing in order to win. I can't just like auto whatever. Sure. Recently, I tried a, what is it? Uh, Asphalt, which is just kind of like a higher spec racing game. Like Asphalt 8 is kind of okay. Asphalt 9, I tried, which is like the latest one that's super spec'd out. It just seems a lot of it can just go on autopilot. So it's like, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, you do have to, pay attention but also it has that thing where like well i could just let it go and not even think so then why am i running this on my phone yeah yeah because if it's just running on my phone i could just put my phone down and then just save the battery at that point might as well just get one of those idle games yeah but um have you tried uh there's also like first person shooter stuff like a PUBG or uh call of duty PUBG is weird like i I actually downloaded that on the console and I'm like, this is, I either died or I just hid long enough to like get into the final three. And I was like, well, if I spend the entire game hiding, then I win or get really close to winning. And that's just boring. Well, cause a lot so, of it, well, cause good. it's supposed to, it's basically the same. It's the, it's a template that Fortnite basically copied, which is you parachute into this land and then, the the kind of the play area keeps shrinking and shrinking and you kind of got to stay within the play land the play area while you're either shooting at people or avoiding getting shot and try to survive yeah no the best i did was i just avoided being shot and went and found a corner to sit in and i sat in there until the whole thing shrunk down on me and i was in the final three i'm like actually i think i got to the final two i was like well that was a boring <laughs> game but okay well, I mean, that's the whole point. You're not supposed to be hiding. You should be, you know, go out there and shoot some people. But then I die. Well, that's the whole point of the game. There's stakes. Games have stakes. But then I, I do better by doing nothing, and then that's just uh, boring. Well, that's not the way to play. Well, I mean, that is a way to play the game, but that doesn't, I mean, that goes against the spirit of the game, which is you're supposed to actually go out there and face off against people. But there's no incentive to. Well, <laughs> 
That's that's my point. Like, there's no in-game incentive to go do any of that. So I was like, all right, fuck this. Well, because you landed, you happened to land in the middle, and then just the area kept shrinking. I mean, you just found one way to kind of get around it. I mean, if you try again, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna actually have to put up a fight. No. No, you don't want to put up. You don't want to put up a fight. Why? When I can just hide. That's. (laughs) There's no incentive to put up a fight. That's my whole point. I don't know if I don't know if you're just playing the game depressed or you are depressed and this is just another symptom of it. This no, I was pl- I played that before I was depressed. I was like this is just I don't know, like I've played uh I played Warzone. <laughs> I played Call of Duty Warzone and that definitely gave you more objectives to jump into and reasons to go around and shoot people. And I was like, "Okay, this is all right. I get it. It would be better if I had like three other people to play with." Mm-hmm. But PUBG, I'm like, this is just dumb. There was no reason to do anything. Like, I played a little bit of it on my phone. I think it was a different, like, a different version or an older version. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, it was pretty fun. I mean, just uh, uh, the, con- you know, getting the controls took a bit. But aside from yeah, that. Controls like, for games like that are tough on the phone. Yeah. I mean, some games do it better than others. Uh, it wasn't too tough. Like, the learning curve wasn't too steep. I did pretty well on it. So, but it just took uh, like each like just one round took about I want to say maybe 15, 20 minutes. So that's what, like, oh, I look as as fun as it was. I yeah, I can't be tied down to a game for that long. I'm just yeah, I want to be able to you're looking for just like a five minute. Break yeah, away. that's why I'm kind of that's why as as easy as like asphalt nine seems to be. It just it makes it easier. Just like I can just pick it up. And then when I'm done with a couple races then i can just put it back down that's fine i don't know i'm still trying to find my groove i don't know but yeah no we have different uh ways to kind of just play around and relax which is kind of you know important in these very stressful times yeah so i want the audience come on reach out let me know what game i should be playing there you go uh let's see what crowdsource this what i mean I like know I also look I go like look at my thing right now. I see Chrono Trigger is on there, but that feels like a real investment. Like a right. like a whole time sink. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Chrono Trigger is uh kind of just that big epic kind of RPG. I've started it six yeah. times. I've never finished it. Yeah, no, it's pretty big. It's you know, it's similar to kind of just like Final Fantasy in scope. Yeah. So uh, I know they did a fantasy Final Fantasy 15 version that was completely for mobile, <laughs> even though we already played the actual console version. Yeah, I played the real yeah, one. So I'm that's, good. Uh, there's also, uh, I think we, yeah, the puzzle games, The Room, right, The Room series. The Room, yeah, I, I played the first one. Yeah, no, I right. play the other ones. Those are good puzzle games. Yeah, maybe I'll give those a shot. Uh, do you, do you, have you played Monument Valley? Um, I played a little bit of it like years ago and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting. And then I kind of stopped and I never cared enough to go back. Why'd to Why'd you stop? I, uh, the only reason I stopped is because I beat both games, um, I I, stopped, which is not that hard. <laughs> I stopped when I was, cause I was playing it on the, uh, something happened. Like maybe it was on a different phone. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was on my f- one phone and I upgraded my phone and I never just re-downloaded it. Oh, you never... Okay, well, there you go. Then, yeah, go back to that. Finish that. Trust me, it's very satisfying. And 
it's also cool. You can screenshot a couple of uh, those puzzles, and it makes cool wallpapers. At least that's I thought they were pretty cool wallpapers. You know what's annoying is I I kind of like the idea of games like Clash of Clans, but not enough to get into it. Like if I if I had a bunch of people that were into playing games like that, I would play that with people. Fair but enough. But by myself, yeah. like I'm not. I just don't care enough. You know. It's kind of like like uh, fantasy football. Like if you're with a great group of people to play fun, fantasy football, it seems like all right, cool, I get it. But to just kind of randomly play it against people online. Well, I mean, well, yeah, there's yeah, there's no good way to kind of just like pick up fantasy football with just a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Or yeah, playing it by yourself, it just it's not the same. I mean, yeah, you can make. I mean, it's good if you want to just try out like some theories of just like who you think would be a good pick up in a team or you know like that but as just for fun factor eh, no you just you need a group of people that you can kind of just like trash talk Uh, just a bunch of strangers but yeah no uh i remember my brother played clash of clans and because you need like a group of friends that kind of watch each other's back it's similar to i don't know i felt like it was similar i remember playing um simpsons tap out yeah that was another one build your own yeah, you build your own city, and then you can have your friends be your neighbors, and then you could visit their city. Yeah. Like, but if I had friends it, that were into it, I'd, I'd jump into it. But there was no kind of danger of having, like, some stranger attack your city. It was more just, you know, you build out your city. Remember, what was that one game? It was, like, Farmville or something? Was that the original Facebook thing that took over? There was Farmville. I remember a friend would play Mafia Wars. I played the shit out of Mafia Wars. It was on Facebook. I didn't know how it worked. I, I feel like there was a version of Mafia Wars before Facebook that I played. And then when I saw it on Facebook, I was like, I don't understand how this one works. Like, I remember you used to play, uh, what was it? Uh, Fallout? Uh, Dude, the mobile? Yeah, Fallout Shelter. I've beaten that game a few times. Well, quote, unquote, beat. Oh, there was you can't an- really... It doesn't end. I was about to say, like, there was an end? Yeah, I was about to say, there was an end to that game? No, you just get to a point where, like, you've built everything you can build, and you've stacked yourself so well that you can't be hurt by anything, so you're like, yeah, I guess we're done. You should go back and see if it survived. Everyone's dead or something. I mean... Is that how that works? I don't even know if that's even how that game works. Just like, is everyone dead? Well, I've deleted the app, so... At this point, yeah. So, everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. All your friends are dead. Bullet to the head. All your friends are dead. It's a good song. Yeah, that's the Lozy Vert. Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking of the good song. <laughs> All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. No, no, that's not how it goes. It goes, All my friends are dead. Put me to the edge. All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. See, that just sounds so boring. Yeah, you're sounding so weird. Oh, my friends are dead. I don't know what the hell that guy's voice is of. <laughs> That's called singing. I mean, it's not what I was doing. I'm not doing, singing. But you heard the real song. I'm not song. singing. That sounded like he, it was sound like he was like lazily yodeling. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're called tones and chords and nah. shit as opposed to like the monotone. All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He didn't have any lisp or something. Nah, that's just me making fun of him because he's a dumbass. Uh, But yeah, no. um, So yeah, there's plenty of uh, good games. Oh, what was that one I played? Uh, Jetpack Joyride? That was a... Oh, yeah. I've gone through that one, yeah. 
That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. But then I, I just fell off. It just a lot of it was like with like, uh, like Angry Birds. Yeah, like I never really got into Angry Birds. Oh, really? Dude, that was. I remember when everyone was into Angry Birds. Yeah, I know, but I feel like then it just immediately ended. I forget what it was, but just people just stopped. I remember I would play Angry Birds, and then I was like, I'm still playing Angry Birds. So why am I? Well, I think Angry Birds like, put out a movie, and if they weren't like, oh yeah, no, fuck this. Nah, I feel like a lot of people dropped off even before the movie. Like, that movie came out years later. Because I remember it came out as like, I remember when I played Angry Birds. That was many years ago. I just remember seeing the, the game and thinking, I've already played this game, but like in a different format, back on all the Flash game sites that I used to play around on. So it didn't look anything new or interesting to me. I was like, all right, I'm good. Never jumped into it, never tried it. And then part of the part of it is also just um, playing mobile games reminds me that I'm not playing on my PS4 as much anymore. And it's not that I don't want to. It's just, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's it, It's gotten easier and easier to just get into like a YouTube hole. Dude, YouTube um, holes Just crazy. different videos. Yeah. And so sometimes, and then sometimes we, it's like I said before, it's kind of easier to just pick up a game on my phone, play a few minutes and then I'm done and then I can do something else. So I think maybe just that, uh, I mean, not that I am not open to, you know, sinking in hours into another platform game, but it like, I'm getting more selective. See for me, like even though I turn on the Xbox because like that's how I access any of my shows that i want to watch whether it's netflix hulu or whatever it's all through my xbox so that's already on and i go you know what? i'll play around i'll play a little assassin's creed for a little bit and then like three hours passes and i kind of go what the fuck like what happened the last three hours they're gone <laughs> well that's the whole point of the game it's just you're doing something else and then you know you're gone all that time's gone feels like time travel yeah but you can't go back that's you can never go thing. back and then you only have a finite amount of time, just like this podcast and just like your life. And on that bummer ending, let's wrap this up. <laughs> TikTok, motherfuckers. Uh, if you want to drop off any video game suggestions or mobile game suggestions, or maybe you just remember like, hey, maybe you want a casual mobile game that you can get into. Uh, first off, Mario Kart Tour is pretty awesome. It's okay. But yeah, send those questions too to live and try and delay podcast at gmail.com. And we have our socials to live and try and lay podcast on Instagram and to live and try pod on Twitter. Go see Batman. G- the Batman. Go see the it's Batman. The, the movie. There you go. The, with Adam the West. No, <laughs> that's the Batman movie. It's the Batman, the movie. No, it's bat. No, wait. Yep. It's the it Batman, was- the movie. That's the full title. Okay, everyone, hold on one second while I fact check this. Fact checking in real time. Always turns out Tyler's right. The new one is just called The Batman. There's no The Movie. Yeah, that's. it was just called Batman. It's the. Also known as Batman The Movie. There was no The in front of The Batman. This is the, fir- the first movie that has The Batman is this one in 2022. The 1966 movie was just Batman or Batman the movie. Hmm. I am looking at Wikipedia right now. So there you go. Hmm. Okay. I'm ending the podcast now. We'll see. <laughs> now you can check it yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, we'll just cover this on the next episode when Tyler admits that he's wrong. But keep stay safe. The uh, cases are low, but you know, just like just be careful uh, in your own way. Have fun, and we'll catch you on the next one. And fuck Putin. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.